0: If you've not already, I do encourage you to check out my ebooks, All I Needed to Know, I Learned from Columbo, and its sequel book, All I Needed to Know, I Learned from Dragnet. Each book examines the careers and histories of seven great fictional detectives and policemen and life lessons that can be learned from them. They are available as uh, wherever fine ebooks are sold or also as an audiobook through the Apple Store or Audible.com. And you can find all my books, audiobooks, and ebooks over at store.greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Mystery is My Hobby, and the title is Estelle Wainwright Murdered. Mystery is
1: My Hobby. Began on a warm summer evening last month, Estelle Wainwright, wife of the young playboy millionaire Tony Wainwright, sat in her room in their palatial Long Island estate writing a letter.
2: And I, Estelle Wainwright, knowing that death is now certain, believing that there is no longer any hope. Decided You how dare you come into my room? What are you going to do with that gun? No, away from me. Ah!
1: And I tell Wainwright, knowing that death is now certain and believing that there is no longer any hope have decided. Well, it sounds like a suicide, all right, Bart. Yes, doesn't it, Inspector? I suppose that's why Tony Wainwright asked us down here. Hmm? What do you mean by that, yes, doesn't it? You got some doubts about it being a suicide? Against such evidence. Why, <laughs> Inspector, Oh, I'll take it. Hello. Yes, Fancy, this is Drake. I see. Thank you very much. Clancy says that Mrs. Wainwright's fingerprints were the only ones on the gun. Well, that clinches it. We found the powder marks, Clancy found the fingerprints, and here's a suicide note. Come on, let's go back to the Lamplighters Club and finish our game of chess. Just a moment, Inspector. Yeah? What's the matter? What's the name of that young lady who discovered Mrs. Wainwright's body? Jenny Austin. She was asleep in her room down the hall a couple of doors. The shot woke her up. Hmm. Yes, that, that checks all right. Sure. So, oh, let's be on our way. One moment, Inspector. I, I want to take another look at the corpse. She's over here. What do you want to look at the corpse for? We've already... Here she is, Inspector. Now, please note that Mrs. Wainwright was apparently ready to retire. How do you know that? Well, her hair is done up in, in curlers. She's wearing pajamas. There's cream on her face. No lipstick. I suppose you ought to know about those things. So what? No woman, Inspector. As lovely as Mrs. Wainwright would think of committing suicide in such a condition. Huh? What are you talking about? Women, you may have heard, Inspector, are vain. If Mrs. Wainwright contemplated suicide, she would never do it with her hair in curlers and cream on her face. (laughs) No, quite the contrary. Well, I'll be... Hey, Hey, you got something there, boy. I'm sure I have, Inspector. This isn't suicide. It's Murder. <laughs> Drake, you kill me. Listen, if Stell decided to commit suicide wearing a gunny sack, she'd do it. That gal didn't care a hang for anything or anybody. Including you, I'll bet. Take it easy, copper. Just because you're a gumshoe doesn't give you the right to be insulting. Mr. Wainwright is quite right, Inspector. Even though we suspect murder, we. Murder? Must... Are you kidding, Drake? Certainly. <laughs> Someone murdered your wife, Mr. Wainwright, and was very clever about it. The fact that Mrs. Wainwright's fingerprints were found on the gun proves that. But who the deuce and what a murder, good old Stale. That's what we're here to find out, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Murder, drama, just like you read about. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah? Wait here. Jenny? Yes, Tony? Come here a What is it, Tony? Great old man. This is Jenny Austin. Oh, yes, yes. We've uh, already talked to Miss Austin. Watch out for a gag, but This guy's a funny man. Just helping you boys out, trying to make your sleuthing worthwhile. Jenny and I are getting married tomorrow.
2: But, Tony... Tomorrow?
1: Now, wait a minute. Your wife... Her corpse is, is hardly uh... cold, eh, Inspector? <laughs> you see what I mean? That makes it look as though Jenny and I were just waiting for Stella to kick off. Provides a motive... Help you chaps yeah. <laughs> along. Boy, what a story. I can hardly wait to see it in the papers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bart, we've been up all night. And so far, we haven't gotten the first date. That's because the murderer is even more clever than we thought at first, Inspector. Yeah, if there is a murderer. This guy, Wainwright, is making us look like a couple of monkeys. Maybe we'd better... Fall back uh... on the suicide theory and let it go of that. Well, it certainly looks... No, like... no, Inspector, we'll just have to do our best to act like a couple of monkeys until we can prove ourselves otherwise. Yeah? Uh-huh. What are we going into this room for? We're not going in, Inspector. I just wanted to examine the woodwork of the store. Examine and... the woodwork. What the heck do you want? You know to... this Long Island home of Wayne is quite famous, Inspector. They say he spent more than a million dollars building it. Well, who cares? Look, I'm sick of playing the part of a monkey. A million dollars is a lot of money to spend on a house, Inspector. Look at the structure of this door. Uh, I dare say you could withstand a tremendous amount of pressure if anyone were attempting to break in. Now, that certainly is going to be a big help in finding out who murdered Estelle Wainwright. Hmm. You'd be surprised how much it's going to help us. Well, come along, Inspector. Huh? Uh, where are we going now? To examine more doors? No, we're going to find Mrs. Austin, Jenny Austin's mother. She was the only other person in the house last night beside the surgeon's. Here we are. This door opens onto a veranda. There's someone sitting in the hammock. Oh, Oh, I think that must be she. Good morning. Are you Mrs. Austin?
2: Yes, yes, I'm Mrs. Austin.
1: I'm Barton Drake. This is Inspector Noah Danton.
2: Oh yes, the police. Won't you sit down? Thank you.
1: Pleasant spot you have here. I'm tired Uh, enough to sit a week.
2: I want to thank you for not disturbing me last night. I rather thought you might. The police, I heard... A real tough character, eh? Well, yes. (laughs) However, I'm happily disappointed. Oh, we have our moments.
1: Tell me, Mrs. Austin, when did you first hear of Mrs. Wainwright's uh, death?
2: Well, this morning. What a terrible thing to have happen. Stella was such a lovely girl.
1: Yes, but uh, tell me, you heard none of the disturbance that went on last night.
2: No, no, I'm a very sound sleeper and... I can't imagine why she should ever think of doing such a thing. You can't? Oh well, no. No, I can't.
1: Well, we can. Well, what do you mean? Uh, Mrs. Austin, uh, did you know Mrs. Wainwright well? Well,
2: yes, I did very well. She was a sweet girl, and I was very fond of her.
1: Now, for the first time, I'm really beginning to smell something. I beg your pardon? Uh, Inspector. Mrs. Austin... You are aware that your daughter, Jenny, and Mr. Wainwright are planning to get married soon?
2: Well, of course. Everyone in our crowd knew
1: it. Well, I'll be... That doesn't make sense, Mrs. Austin. Everyone in your crowd knew it, and yet Mr. Wainwright was already married. We've learned that Mrs. Wainwright had refused to give her husband a divorce. You see what we mean, lady? A guy can't be married to two dames at the same time. And if Mrs. Wainwright wouldn't give Mr. Wainwright a divorce... There was only one other way to make things convenient. Well,
2: of all the outlandish! wish you
1: see our side of it, Mrs. Austin. A man brings his uh, fiancée into his own house under the same roof with his wife. He invites his fiancée's mother along as a sort of a chaperone. During the night, a man's wife is murdered. It just doesn't add
2: up. No, it doesn't, does it? Oh, dear you, policemen. <laughs> what do you mean, us policemen? You're so dramatic, you do insist on imagining things. Say, hey, I have it. Have what? A motive for you to work on. Jenny and I are very poor, you know. I've been wanting Jenny to marry the Wainwright million for years. Why couldn't I be one of your suspects? <laughs> I'm
1: beginning to feel like that monkey again, Bart. <laughs>
2: You had enough to drink.
1: Take hey, it easy, baby. Little old playboy Tony doesn't like taking orders from his wife.
2: I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> All right. Here. Have a drink yourself. Mm, no, thanks. No. Okay. All the more for little Tony. Good stuff. Pre war. Any? Yes, Donna? Come over here. Yes, Tony. Sit down. Oh, you're my laugh. All right, Tony. That a girl. You know what? What, Tony?
1: You're a cute-looking little number.
2: I'm glad you think so, Tony. I want you to think so. How will I uh, finish off this drink, eh? Yes, sir. A cute-looking little number.
1: know <laughs> Tony can pick him all right. Every doggone one of his wives would be good-looking. Oh,
2: Tony, please don't talk about the others.
1: <laughs> you don't want to hear about it, love, Baby? Mm. A little
2: jealous, maybe? I, I guess I am, Tony. You <laughs> wonderful. Love me, baby? Yes. I love you, Tony. Say it again. Like you mean it this time. I... I love you, Tony. There, I do. <laughs> Now kiss me. Oh, not like that. Tony, let's... Come on, come on. There, I do. Maybe you're all right. Tony. Yeah? When are we going to get married?
1: Tomorrow? Did you hear me tell Drake? Yes, but... But what?
2: Well, it's
1: it's rather soon, isn't it? I mean... Oh, so now you're going conventional on me. Oh,
2: it's not that, Tony. You want to
1: wait a decent interval, I No. Now, listen, sweetheart, either we get married tomorrow or not at all. All right,
2: Tony, all
1: right. Plenty of James will jump at the chance to marry little old Tony. I got millions, that's why... Oh, Tony, please. Every time Tony Winwright gets married... Something to read about, Tony.
2: yes, sir. Something to read about. You know how many wives I've had?
1: What?
2: What? Ten of them. One, two. Oh Tony, it doesn't matter. I'll marry you any time, please.
1: Get out of here,
2: Tony. I don't know if I'll marry you.
1: After all, you're after my dough just like the others. Oh ones. Tony,
2: please, you're drunk. You don't know what to say. I'm not drunk.
1: <laughs> In a minute, though. Yeah, give oh, is Always after you go? Well, well, well. What do you know? Look who's here. A little old Flatfoot himself. Come on drink Drake. have a drink. No, thanks, Wainwright. Oh. Particular, huh? Very particular. Wainwright, I want to talk to you. So you won't drink with me, huh? Okay. I'm particular, too. By myself. Wainwright, and Inspector Denton, and I have enough evidence to prove that you were deliberately responsible for your wife's death. Unless you care to answer my Drake, questions, you go- I don't like you. Well, I'd be bitterly disappointed if you did. Oh, smart guy. You've got something over here. I don't like you one bit, Drake. I don't want you around here anymore. Now get up. Put down that gun, you fool. Get out of here, or I'll blow your brakes out. Put down that gun, or I'll. Stand back, Drake. I'm a dangerous man. Be more important. Give
2: me the gun, you. Oh! Oh! Tony, Tony, you killed him! <laughs>
1: Dumping Judas. You're all cut out of... What happened? That's what I want to know. Here, take my handkerchief. Right. I'll pour you a drink. Thank you. Here. I'll drink this. I need it. You feel better? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Wainwright. He put a gun on me and I jumped him. Why, the dirty thing. It's a lucky thing you've got him before he had a chance to pull the trigger. He did pull the trigger. Huh? He was too drunk to shoot straight, but he... He shocked me with the gun and I went out like a light. Didn't you hear the shot? No. I must have been standing right outside, too. Say, Inspector.
2: By Joe. Well, I, I, got I, got hey. I, I'm Who's that? I don't know. Let's find out. I don't care if you are Jenny Austin's mother. Tony Wainwright murdered my sister and that I... That's utter nonsense. Your sister wasn't murdered. She committed suicide. Oh, there you are, Mr. Drake. Will you please tell this person... Just
1: you... a minute, Mrs. Austin. Who are you, please?
2: I'm Lenore Bowes, Estelle Wainwright's sister. I want to see Tony. Well, you can't see Tony. He's... he's busy. Mm.
1: You mean, don't you, Mrs. Austin, that you don't want Miss Bells to see Tony because you intend that nothing shall interfere with your marriage to his daughter.
2: Well, hmm? Mr. Drake, since when did you and your... your flunky decide that you had the right to Ever come... Ever
1: right... since you decided to be funny, lady, and told us with a merry ha-ha that... You'd like to be a suspect. Well, I don't
2: know what all this is about. I don't care. I'm going to see Tony, Yes, and...
1: exactly. Why do you want to see Tony, Miss Why, well,
2: I, I want to ask him some questions.
1: What about...
2: Well, that's my business. You believe
1: that Tony's responsible for your sister's death. Is that it, Miss
2: I know he is. He tortured her and tormented her. One
1: moment, Miss Bell. How did you know your sister was dead?
2: Why, oh, I, I... There. There, Mr. Drake. That was very clever of you. Now I guess we know what happened to Estelle.
1: Do we, Mrs. Austin? Well, of
2: course we do. This sister of Estelle has practically admitted to I admitted nothing. I know that Estelle is dead because she called me last night. And told you that she was dead, I suppose. A likely story. Mr. Drake, I demand that you are... Right I there.
1: demand that you stop talking, Mrs. Austin, and let me handle this? Well,
2: I'll do no such thing if you let this person see Tony, while she'll murder him, Inspector, too. Inspector, will you please? Okay, uh-huh. bye <laughs> All right, lady, come let with you
1: me. you your hand off of me. You, you fool. Lock her up in her room, Inspector, and keep her there. <laughs>
2: There isn't much more to tell you, Mr. Drake. Tony asked Estelle to give him a divorce more than a year ago. She refused, so Tony began flaunting other women in front of her. Mm.
1: He thought that she'd break down and give him the divorce, huh?
2: Yes. Bad as he is, Estelle loved him. She called me last night and said she couldn't stand it any longer. If she didn't give Tony the divorce, she was afraid of what might happen. I
1: see. If you knew that your sister was contemplating suicide last night or believed herself in danger, why didn't you come here at once?
2: Well, I, I came as quickly as I could. My home is in Rayburn. That's a long way from here. Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, you realize I can check with the telephone company and find out if Estelle did make that call.
2: Of course. Mr. Grace. You think that your I... knowledge
1: of Estelle's death, Miss Barrows, is based only on supposition resulting from that phone call. However, the proof of your innocence would depend wholly on an experiment I plan to conduct within the next few minutes. Now, listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Oh. Sure, that Mrs. Austin can't leave her room, Inspector. Not unless she jumps out of the window. And if she does that, she'll break her neck. And that's all right with me. It's <laughs> Wainwright's room must go in. Well, well, well. Look who's here. Yes, Wainwright asleep on his bed and Miss Austin applying cold coral. Oh
2: dare yeah, you come in here.
1: And the guy takes a shot at somebody. Just for practice, we cop day anything? Wake him up, Inspector.
2: <laughs> I'll wake
1: him up, all
2: right. Mr. Drake, you should know that Tony wasn't responsible for what he did. Come
1: on, come on. Snap out of it, sleeping Beauty. Oh. oh, go away, go away. I'll have to ask you to go to your room, Mrs. Austin. Oh. Hmm? Come on, come on. Get up. We've got some experimenting to do. i not ahead. go to my room. Tony... We'll take care of Tony. Come along oh, now. Oh, what's he doing to Tony? I'm dumping this pitcher full of water on him, lady. Watch. Drake, you got a nerve shoving me around like this Listen to him, Bart We got a nerve, he says After he tried to murder you in cold blood I was drunk, I tell you (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing you got me in my wife's bedroom. It was in here that your wife was murdered. You remember, Wainwright. You think you can pin this on me? You got another thing coming, Drake. You sound quite sure of yourself, Wainwright. According to your sister-in-law, you killed your wife by remote control, as it were. Sister-in-law? Oh. Hey, what is this? You're right, about half hour ago, after receiving a telephone call last night from your wife. A telephone call? <laughs> That's a laugh. Listen, Drake, you're getting farther off the beam every minute. Lenore's hated me ever since Estelle and I were married. trying to sell me down the river. Perhaps. However, you and I have another angle to settle, Wainwright. What do you mean? I don't like being shot at and hit over the head with a gun. Inspector, lock the door. Lock the. Yeah, sure. Okay, Bob. Now, wait a minute, Drake. Take it easy. I'm a sick man. Oh, you're well enough for what I have in mind. <laughs> Inspector, let me borrow your gun. Oh, home. no. Well, uh, now look. Like your gun, Inspector. Well, okay, Bud. Uh, here you are, only... Thank uh, you, Inspector. Uh, Drake, what are you going to do? What do you think, Wainwright? No. No, you can't. Not in cold blood. Why can't I, Wainwright? You did. But I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. Look, Bud, I'll... I'll handle this, Inspector. No, don't... Don't, drink, don't. I'll do anything. Anything at all. It's too late, Wainwright. Don't, please. For the love of heaven. You can't do that. It's gold blood. <laughs> right into that log in the fireplace. Yes, missed Wainwright by about four feet. Missed him? You weren't even aiming in his direction. <laughs> well, he thought, so. look at him. He's out like a light. I guess he thinks he was shot. It'll do him good to know how it feels. I still don't get it. You will in a minute. Come on, Inspector.
2: No, of course I didn't hear any shots. Mr. Drake, you let me out of this room at once. No, I didn't hear any shot, Mr. Drake. Has has someone else been murdered?
1: Here we are, Inspector. This is it. If this is a game we're playing, I'd like to know the name of it. Well, Miss Austin... Is
2: something
1: wrong? No, no, nothing wrong. We're just a bit curious, Miss Austin. Curious? What do you
2: mean?
1: We were wondering why you didn't come running down the hall when you heard the shot. Shot? But I didn't... <gasps> you didn't hear any shot. Is that what you were going to say, Miss Austin? Wait a minute. Look, Bart, if she heard the shot last that's night... That's it, Inspector. Miss Austin heard the shots last night, but not from this room, as she told us. This house is so well constructed that the rooms are practically soundproof. Well, I'll be... Say, that's the reason I didn't hear the shot when... Wainwright fired at you, and I was standing up the hall. Exactly. Mr. Austin was the only one who heard that shot last night because she fired it. She entered Estelle's room, and Estelle was writing a letter to her sister, probably explaining that the time had at last come when she felt it necessary to go to the police. Oh, isn't that right, Miss Austin? Yes,
2: that's right. Heard I told Estelle. Tony and I'd tried to go to him to getting a divorce. It even threatened. I knew she was going to believe I didn't intend to lose my chance at the Wainwright Millions. It seemed like a fair gamble at the time.
1: Yes, that's the pity of this sort of thing, Miss Austin. Because now even the Wainwright Millions can't help you. Yeah,
2: They're
1: moving, director. I'll just move my knight over here. Hey, you know, Bart, chess is a relaxing game, isn't it? Yes, yeah, very relaxing, Inspector. Now, well, let me see. If I move this pawn. Corner... Uh, Bart. Hmm? Come on, Inspector. I was wondering why you didn't plant Wainwright in a room like you did the others, to see if he could hear the shot. Oh, that. Well, you see, Inspector, Wainwright could have heard the shot. His room was next to a cell with a connecting bath between I see. Jeez. And if he did hear the shot, he ignored it. However, I'm sure that if he had anything to do with his wife's death, he would have confessed when he thought I was going to shoot him. Yeah, he was that type, all right. <laughs> well, here we are, Inspector. I'll move my queen there and say checkmate. What? Wait a minute. Well, I'll be... Uh, checkmate it is. Say, I thought your hobby was... It is, Inspector. Mystery is my hobby. <laughs>
0: Welcome back. Uh, Barton Drake's explanation for why Estelle Wainwright didn't commit, uh, suicide, uh, at least the way he explained it, was one of the dumbest ones that, uh, he's come up with on the program, and certainly a bit rude. But I think that uh, the way she was found was suspicious, not because of vanity. At least, you know, my layman's sense, uh, she was had done things to prepare. Uh, for the next day. Which, at least as a layman, occurs to me as something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I do think that he really only did the gunplay with Mr. Wainwright just as payback, but the way Wainwright acted in this episode, I can't reproach uh, Barton Drake too much for that. Well, listener comments and feedback now, and we've got a new review in the Apple Podcast Store. This one comes from Ace Savage. Love that name. Uh, Ace uh, writes in over on Apple, I think Adam Graham does a marvelous job of both previewing and reviewing each episode that plays on this podcast. He has done a wonderful job of collecting a vast array of radio shows, memorabilia of a time long ago, and an analysis of the way people were thinking in the show. I will admit that I listen at night. Sometimes, of course, I fall asleep. However, most of the time, my senses are so keen and I enjoy every show. Some of the shows are before my time, but many of them I remember as a boy. Thank you, uh, Adam Graham. Sincerely, Ace Savage. Well, thank you so much. appreciate their kind review, Ace. And I want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I want to thank my Patreon supporter since July 2015, currently supporting us at the rookie level of $2 or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Mike. That will do it for today. If you are enjoying the podcast, I do encourage you to rate it on your favorite podcast store, wherever you download your podcast from. And we also welcome reviews like the one written by Ace Savage. In the meantime, if you do have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.